Good morning, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast. Uh, It is uh, Wednesday, September 2nd, and thanks for taking time to join us and to break open God's Word and to give ourselves over more uh, to where it invites us today. We will pick up exactly where we left off yesterday. Uh, And so uh, for those who follow along, it'll be Luke chapter 4, verses 38 to 44. So Luke 4, 38 to 44, picks up immediately after uh, he was in Capernaum uh, doing the the works and expelling the demon yesterday in the uh, synagogue. And the people were amazed and astonished with what what he said. So let's break open uh, the Word of God for today, shall we? A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. After Jesus left the synagogue, he entered the house of Simon... Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a severe fever, and they interceded with him about her. He stood over her, rebuked the fever, and had left her. She got up immediately and waited on them. At sunset, all who had people sick with various diseases brought them to him. He laid his hands on each of them and cured them. And demons also came out from many, shouting, You are the Son of God! But he rebuked them and did not allow them to speak because they knew he was the Christ. At daybreak, Jesus left and went to a deserted place. The crowds went looking for him, and when they came to him, they tried to prevent him from leaving them. But he said to them, To the other towns also I must proclaim the good news of the kingdom of God, because for this purpose I have been sent. And he was preaching in the synagogues in Judea. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, again, we're, we're seeing the pattern. This we've, We started in Luke, and uh, we have done three sequential readings now. I uh, didn't skip over any verses at all. The first, Jesus was at the synagogue in Nazareth and uh, gave his thesis for his ministry they were amazed, but then they became cynical. They, they, they talked themselves out of it because they knew, oh, I knew that guy when he was growing up. Who does he really think he is? And they talked themselves out of being amazed. And uh, ultimately, to the point, they were going to chuck him off the old hill. Well, so then he went down to Capernaum in yesterday's, again, taught in the synagogue on the Sabbath. And they were amazed and astonished with what he did. He cured the, uh, the, the demon, or invited the demon out of the, the person there. And, uh, and not only were they amazed and astonished with his words, they were amazed and astonished with his action. And they really were, were liking that uh, at Capernaum. So that's where we pick up today. Jesus leaves the synagogue and enters the house of Simon. Of course, we know this will be Simon Peter. Um, uh, Currently, he's not been given that name yet, at least here in Luke's gospel. Uh, He is still Simon, and uh, Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with a fever. So he's still in Capernaum, and the crowds are are very pro-Jesus there. So the interesting part here, I guess the place I'll start, is Simon's mother-in-law was afflicted with this fever, so they interceded with him about her. They, meaning the household of Simon, most, most likely, 
We don't know who they are at this point, but people were interceding for her with Jesus. And then he came to her and cured her. But that isn't the only intercession that we see happening here. The next line, at sunset, all who had people sick with various diseases brought them to him. He laid his hands on them and cured them. So there's two cases where people intercede for those who are in need. They did it to Simon's mother-in-law. And other people who knew people who were sick brought them to Jesus for that healing. In fact, it doesn't say healing. It says he cured them. Interesting distinction on words and, and maybe nothing. Maybe I'm making a mountain out of a molehill there. But, but the point is, Brothers and sisters, you and I uh, were baptized priest, prophet, and king. So what does that mean that we are baptized in those roles? I, I, I'll just focus on the priestly one today. Of course, we're not uh, in the ordained priesthood when we are baptized. But we are baptized priest, which what a priest does is they are a connector. They are a connector between heaven and earth. Um the ordained priests do that at the altar in that connecting point uh, with the representation of the one sacrifice of Jesus Christ, uh, the, the one who came down from heaven, uh, fully God and fully human, because Jesus, of course, is the ultimate uh, priest connecting heaven and earth for us. And uh, our ordained priests uh, represent that one sacrifice in that connection of heaven and earth uh, to us, so, of course, we can participate in that, in being the body of Christ, so that participation in heaven and earth are connected within us. But we, ordain, we, are, we are baptized, excuse me, um, into that role of priest as connecting point. And here we see it happen twice, that connecting point with the people who brought, who interceded on behalf of Peter's mother-in-law and brought Jesus and the one who was in need together, and the people who brought those who were sick and in need. They interceded. They played that middle role for Jesus in order to cure them. I mean, you can see where I'm going here with this, my friends, and that is simply this. How do we play that role today in your life and in my life? Who in our lives needs us to play that role that baptized role of priests, our priestly role of bringing Christ to the world, interceding and connecting heaven and earth for them. Um, who's in need today? Can we slow down like Jesus after all these healings takes time and he just needs to leave and go off on his own? Can we just take a moment and say, who is in need today in our life? And can I bring them to Christ? Maybe it's as simple as, as bringing them to Christ in our prayer time. That's okay. That's fantastic, as a matter of fact. And connecting them there and allowing Christ to cure them. And, and I love that distinction, again, for me, uh, because healing may be a physical healing. And praise God for those times of physical healing in our lives. But curing can mean something different. Uh, curing can mean um, something on a level of, uh, uh, of, of spiritual, of emotional, of um, 
uh, psychological, or whatever it would be, social, I mean, that somehow that I, I'm, I'm, I'm brought to a new place in one of those other factions of my life, and not, not merely that physical. Um, but but I, I praise God that God knows ultimately what it is that we need. But, but my point is, who can we bring to that? place today and bring to Christ. And maybe that's my, my first point that I invite us to, is let's take a moment and look around us for those in need. And maybe it is a physical, we go to them and literally give them our love and, and we become that face of God for them. And that ultimate connecting point that they see the love of God through us. Or maybe it is a spiritual one where we lift them in prayer. Either way, how can we connect those in need today uh, to Christ and, and play that priestly role and connect Christ to those in need? Second point is, and, and I mentioned it, that Jesus, after all these healings, goes off to a deserted place. And we've talked about that need for Sabbath in our life. And do you, do you take that time um, just to... Uh, just to be and connect with God and re-energize after all the, the uh, outward work, the outward mission ministry that we do, that we are called to, you know, both be active and contemplative. Uh, and we take that moment just to, to allow God to, to re-energize us and connect us, make sure that the, the actions are, the foundation is from him and not ourselves. And so then from that point of connecting, we can go out and... Um, and, and be who and how he needs us to be in the world. But even more than that, I guess my point is, I love this, when the disciples finally find him, they're like, hey, man, we've been looking for you. You know, um, and they came to him, and they wanted to prevent him from leaving, totally opposite of Nazareth, where they're like, get out of here. We're going to chuck you off the brim of the hill. And, and he walks through their midst. Capernaum, they want him to stay. No, stay with us. Uh, you know, make it your place of residence. Lay roots down here. And he says, no, that, that's not it either. Um, I'm called to go throughout. I must proclaim, he says, the good news of the kingdom of God to other towns. It's for that purpose that I have been sent. Not just here to Capernaum but to other towns as well. And then he goes out and he does that. And I guess this is, my point here is, is there an opportunity for newness for you and I today? I think it's easy. We can get comfortable. I know I can. I don't want to speak for you. I can get comfortable in routines and what I am doing here today um, as the same as what I did yesterday, the same as what I did last week, last month, and last year. And maybe that's where God wants me today. And maybe that's where God wants you. And there's nothing wrong with that, if that's where God is inviting us. But if it's simply we're doing it out of comfort, maybe we come before God today and say, God, are you inviting me to a, place, a new place? Um, I'm yours and you have called me on mission and ministry. Is there some place new you're inviting me to today? I'm not saying let's leave our, our families or anything like that. that. That's not it at all. But I am saying, is there a new way that we are called to minister today to new people around us, 
uh, in new fashions, using new gifts that we are discovering within ourselves, uh, in a new language. I don't know. But is there some way new? New careers, new jobs, new, new locales. I don't know. Is there somewhere new God is inviting us that we have been putting off, that we have been um, avoiding that conversation or that uh, truth in our lives that may be coming? Maybe today's a good day to say, okay, Lord, let's dialogue. Is there somewhere new? So that's what I have. Let's ponder those points today. Who in our life can we intercede for today? And is there an opportunity for something new today to which God is inviting us, not which uh, we just in our fancy wish to go? Let's pray. There is someone or something uh, to which you would like to uh, lift in prayer and invite you to uh, bring them to mind at this time. And let's begin as we begin all things. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. The third glorious mystery, the descent of the Holy Spirit. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell, lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Well, my friends, thank you for uh, coming and opening up God's Word another day today. Blessed day to all of you. Be well, be safe, and I look forward to us being back together again tomorrow.